all right yeah well this is part two of the podcast with andrew i uh, hope you uh, going into the second one i hope you guys really enjoyed the first one and uh going into the second one just to give a brief rundown um we once again talk about neon uh talk about a lot more things uh i'm, I'm really doing this introduction at three in the morning so I'm like still lost. But one thing's for sure, we didn't talk about Neo, we talked about the dice, we talked about our recordings. And then more later on into the episode, we talked more about his recordings, his music, and you know, and things like that. So there's a lot more good content from here on, on the way between ADSR and Ryan. And once again, I really do hope you guys enjoy this. And uh, yeah, I, can't, I personally can't wait to make more. So yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. All right, and we're back again. All right, man. So, went into a deep topic. I mean, you went deep, but I, I went in a whole tangent about what happened with me, man. But Needless to say, it just, it was not fun. And I'm glad to be back here with you. And I'm glad that we can get some semblance of normalcy in our lives again. Yeah, for the most part, which... We want to talk about normalcy, we'll get into that later. Now, for the third time, Neon. Neon, we gotta finish talking about Neon. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, we were about to be done, to be honest with you, no matter how much I jerked about it. But, but let, let's get to the, the meat of it, like, what we need to say. Cause... I mean, you, I just wanted to ask, do you remember that March, where we, March 1st, when we went into the studio and did it? That Sunday? That Sunday. Yeah. What do you remember? Every day that we went into the studio melts together in my memories to the same thing. It's just us in the room, you figuring out some stuff. I mean, once we get the board working, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then me tracking a solo and being like, I gotta quantize this shit. Going in and changing the notes around and then being like, I don't know, I don't know, what do you think? And you're like, I fucking love that man. Perfect. And then we keep it. And then if I stick around for your solo, uh, you pretty much nail it after a couple takes um but re- like in the past couple times i don't think i stuck around for you recording your solos so. no no because uh well for neon like i said i was with matt yeah remember i was with matt and yeah. like i composed everything technically kind of composed that solo at, with matt and stuff and i you know like i said that whole thing was like i was just there to fuck around whatever but finally, I got more serious with it, more serious with it, and then finally, like, I have the video, which I should upload it, but when I finally nailed the solo, even in the video, I looked that mad in the camera, I'm like, that's the one, that's the one. Well, if you have the video, now that you talked about it, you gotta upload it. Yeah, dude, but even then, it's just, it, it's a shitload of videos that Matt sent me. It was like over 30 videos of just small clips, small clips, small, like, because, you know, the min- solo was a minute long. Yeah. And some of them he cut in, cut out, cut in, cut out. But when you just, when I would hear it, and I would just, you know, not all of them, you know, and it's crazy when you, because sometimes you, you too, I would play something, and you're like, oh, that sounds good. And I'm like, nah, man, let, let me just do it again. Let me just do it yeah. again. And sometimes I tried my best to just be a one-take guy. But sometimes, man, you know, sometimes you, you get too You get antsy. an idea, and you want to perfect it. Yeah, you get too antsy, you get too caught in the moment and stuff. And, um, but, uh. But I just, I just remember, I just remember that one, man. Just, just that one, and then just hearing the other ones, and just remember, just slowly hearing like, 
looking back in a in a different perspective like oh man i like i was slowly piecing it together and stuff and there was just some stuff that i was doing and that were outtakes and i was like dude i was tapping in one of them i was doing this and i was like damn man that's like and even i think about where i was i mean technically in a proficient aspect and maybe in a more musical aspect too like i'm a lot more proficient where i was even a year ago not by much but it's it, it shows but sometimes when i looked at my choices in phrasing very simple not truly intervolic where i'm like oh let me go to first and then to seven no but it was just it was just something there it was just something there i had that i had that you know for me how i picture myself how quote unquote like how i can try to be george lynch but still being me i was that was there but point is though i mean what that's what i remember was like you laid down the sim so i loved it we tracked it together like we tracked it together right and then um and then uh we blended them together you did the height and the key thing then the key did the the key swipe and then i was fucking blown away by that i was like yes fuck that was so good and you were the one that suggested like hey should i build it up and then did the key swipe i was like yeah fuck yeah let's do that but i also remember too in the beginning i was like oh yeah there's one thing i need is the warm bells Warm balls. Yeah, I was gonna ask yeah, if we used the warm and then balls. Yeah, that's our. That was always our joke from then on when it came to synthesizer. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> they were warm balls. No, that became our joke from then on with the bells. We were just like, hey man, I need some warm balls. <laughs> There's a synth patch called Warm Bells, but you could rename your synth patches. So it was yeah, warm I just balls. called it Warm Balls. Perfect. And then uh, very creative joke. I gotta say, yeah, it took very, a lot of thought to yeah come up with that one. So, but you know that was. But I remember I told you, I'm like, hey, man, I just need a beginning melody for Neon. Like yeah. The, the beginning synth, the, the dreamy minor seventh and major seventh uh, chords that I added to that. And um, you're like, yeah, man, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then um, you, you did the bells and you did it in the first take because I just told you to keep on going. Oh, yeah, that's right. I found a thing in my first take that I was like, okay, that. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And then next thing you know, when the when the beat came in, you kept on going. Because I told you to keep on going. Yeah. And, and, like, keep in mind... You can always I'll, cut it, so I just I always to tell on. you... To, sometimes, man, like, even in the creative process, for me, it's like, I expect things, but then I get something in return that exceeds my expectations. Yeah. Even though, like... For brief seconds, I want control, and then I realize, like, no, 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 I need to shut up and just let it happen. That was it with the bells. I just, I just figured you would just end it when the beat came in. But you, but once when it came back in with the toms, you made that that melody. And I was just listening to it. I was like, damn. All right, fuck. Like, yeah, that's it. That's it. And then, um, and then I already kind of made like this counterpoint melody, trying my best to count, do a counterpoint melody with my guitar and stuff. It's not even a guitar, counterpoint melody. It was just already a lick that I like EQ'd it. I like you know just took up, just swallowed out the mid so it could sound airy and distant and stuff. And and it uh it fits so well with the melody and you know and but you kept on going. 
So then when when they broke down to your solo, you had this core because you got But you kept on going. I remember you kept on going and you just kept on going because I mean I think we muted out the solo. I don't and um and once you finished the bells and everything, it went almost throughout the whole song, the whole bells thing. I think you only stopped you stopped at uh after your solo then my solo came in then you went back on again to finish off the song with the bells yeah, because I think at that point you were just like just keep doing it just keep doing yeah. it yeah and the thing was I remember um, when when we were mixing it the solo at that point I was uh, you were telling me like oh should we just exit out the the bells during my solo and you remember I just told you like no man we'll just fucking drop the volume all. we'll just like automate the volume all the way down so you could barely hear it. So while the while the solo is going on, there's something going on in the background where yeah. you don't even fucking notice. So you know, and <laughs> I just remember telling you, I'm like, nah, man, just fucking drop it, man. It sounds fucking great. So like, you know, when the solo happens, if you just hear it close enough, you're like, oh my god, what the fuck is what the fuck is that noise? You know, you know, and uh, even even when I listen to Neon now. Cause I, listen, I listen to my music because it it helps me oh, refresh where I am all the time. I listen to my music. Every time I'm in the car, <laughs> one because I enjoy it, right? And just and then it refreshes my mind, like yeah, where I am creatively, where I this need is a direction where I need to be, in. where I need to push. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I do listen to your solo in neon, and I and I listen to 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 the bells slightly, and it, and then just kind of looking at the bigger picture, I'm like, man, that's that's pretty fucking cool. Just a simple decision, just like man, let's just fucking drop the volume, like don't worry about it. To then like later on, months later, listening to it, I'm like. You know, like, it's amateurs, but it's just a good decision. It's the little things that you you choose to do in the present that you don't think is a big deal. In the future, you look back and you go, wow, that made all the difference. Yeah. And it's one of those cases. I mean, even if you listen to it, you're not going to listen to those bells. But do people who listen to Neon... But they're there. Who have listened to Neon, re-listen to that. And just try to pay attention real closely to that sim solo. Andrew's bells are still there. They're still present. My warm balls will, you know. The warm balls. There's an are essence there in your ears present. of my warm balls throughout the entire. They're floating, song. right? They're floating. The right in the right, right, right center of your ear, right there. I mean, slightly more in the right. Uh, slightly, know. slightly more right with the warm ball. I forgot where I panned it. I think I panned it dead center, as far as like the balls and shit. Everybody's got a ball bigger than the other one. <laughs> no, but um. But I don't, I don't know, man. But I remember listening to Neon just now. Just proud moment, and then dropping it. I remember dropping it out yeah. of impulse. Cause I forgot what happened. I just told myself like, man, I need to drop a single. Cause you weren't going to. You weren't gonna drop that as the single. And then you, I think you texted me or called me one day, and you're like, I'm dropping it. Like I'm gonna drop that as the single. Yeah, cause I remember when we finally finished it. And I finished it mixing it. And I remember finishing mixing it. Sorry. At, at MIDI 2. <laughs> and I remember finishing mixing it at MIDI 2. You remember? Yeah. We were in class. And we we had Supra. Oh, yeah. I love Supra. Supra and... Uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Grandpa's Revenge. I don't know if you remember him. Grandpa's Revenge. Yeah. That's his username. I forget what's his... Huh? What's that dude's name? I'll show you later, but yeah. But he goes by Grandpa's Revenge. Shout out to you, man. I forgot your name because I haven't seen you in. And such shout a... out to Supra as well. And shout uh, out to Supra. You guys are great. Yeah, like, and I showed us, you know, I sh- we remember we showed her to both of them. You know, they really love your Sim solo and stuff. 
But uh, I just remember mixing it. We went into the car. Remember, we went into the car after yeah. after MIDI. We went to the Got car. Got to do the car test. Or I think we even did the car test in the middle of class. We just, we just didn't give a shit. MIDI 2 was Because it was in the middle of the fucking day. MIDI 2 was a nothing class. Like, yeah. we... Yeah. Yeah, we had it. Yeah. But, um... But it's just, um... Remember we listened to it. I remember listening to it. I was just like, no, nah, this needs this needs to be a single. And yeah. I was just, I mean, I was still hesitant. I'll, or I think I said this needs to be one of the singles. Or this needs to be the single. But finally, like, I remember on, like, March 9th. Because really, that was the thing. I had the basic distro kit planned. So, like, mm-hmm. it gradually took days for the music to finally be, like, ready to go and then drop shit can take up to two weeks sometimes yeah so it took me it took a week for all major platforms to be on it if you're distributing your music on DistroKid set a release date before you're ready don't don't try to release your music on the day of you have to get the plus plan yeah yeah but point is though I just had the basic plan had the basic musician plan that was 20 bucks a year Uh, and then um, so so technically it dropped tomorrow but it took a while for me to like finally announce it because I was waiting for it to drop and all but remember yesterday well no, I remember last year uh, on the night like I just remember you know I was with my girl so um I just remember just thinking about it I was just like nah, I'm gonna drop it I'm gonna just drop it I don't know what kind of came into my mind just something about it just made me feel like I need to drop it right then and there so I did because I already had the cover for it. Remember, I already had my logo. Yeah. I already had... Uh, that was the same guy that did Aurora for me, right? Yeah, John Elements. Yeah. Shout out to John Elements. Go go to Fiverr and go to John Elements. Easy Edmonds. to work with. You don't even pay him yet. You message him first about the concept. And then he works on it before you pay him, too. I just pay on it. I just pay him. Like, it's worth it. It's pay worth every penny. Him. Yeah, and he does it for a low price. Shout out to John Elements. Yeah, Look up John Elements on Fiverr if you need a retro, retro track. So, uh, where's he from? He's from Romania. He's a, oh really? Yeah, he's from Romania. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to you'll never hear this, and I can never even public publicize his work or give him credit on Fiverr due to like, you know, cop, you know, due to the yeah, agreement in Fiverr for some reason. But anyway, shout out to John Elements. Work with him for two examples of his work. Check out your cover. Um, he had it out at one point, but you know, he it still was gets one of work. the adverts. Yeah, he still gets work, so it um, just he. Constantly and then check out it. my cover for my album Aurora, which if it's still there, we'll link our we'll link our stuff at the end. John, John Elements, though. but yeah, but yeah, I had the cover for John Elements. Uh, he did the neon thing for me, and it came out just what I wanted. Came out great. Yeah, like you know the neon and that bold chrome color, and then can neon experience and that nice neon cursive. Yeah, and uh, it was fucking great, man. So I think that's why I already had the cover. I think that's that was the motivation. I had the cover, <laughs> just like fuck it, I got it. Yeah. We drop it, and uh, dropped it on SoundCloud. So technically, it did drop on SoundCloud, um, knife. But I don't know, man. I don't fuck with SoundCloud no more, man. One, it's, I don't either. It's just it's slow. Man, they, they, you get nothing back from it, and nobody gets on SoundCloud, bro. Nobody, nobody gets on SoundCloud. No. Like people, the people on SoundCloud, it's like that's where you go before you put your music on something else. Yeah, that's if like your hard. I think that's that's that thing where your hardcore fans want to listen to yeah. something. They'll get on. I mean, I still post my music on SoundCloud, but I, <laughs> just no, because, because I can. They're, like, they're little assholes about it. You need a yeah. space and memory and stuff. Yeah, like I'm that. almost out of space, and I'm not buying an extra layer of SoundCloud not, for that. No, I just, I just especially said, when you, you you couldn't upload from mobile or change your pictures from mobile. What kind of platform does that? 
couldn't change. You couldn't. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, man. I I don't know. What do you still think of Neon listening to it? I don't. I know you don't listen to it, but having no, just, I do. I uh, I have like nostalgia trips of like going back not only on Instagram, my old videos, but just every track that we worked on, I listened to because I remember the time that we spent on campus just working on stuff, um, and the uh, the first one we did, uh, twelve minutes, is the one that I go back to because I'm like this one. I would never be happy with this anymore. <laughs> like, just the way that it... Like, the songwriting is great, but um, everything was, like, off-place. Nothing was quantized. Um, but Neon... But, no, but I, that, I told you not to do it for the sake of the humanness to it. The problem with the human nature of it is that that human was off-time. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Me? Nobody, nobody... <laughs> Dude, I remember. Look, shout out to the, the the neuron bomb, man. When you when you gave me flack because Tony was off time, I told you nobody would care, and still has nobody to this day has told me Tony was off during the dice in his violin take. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm throwing that out. Tony there. Tony's a different story than me. Tony is like a but perfectionist. The, but the thing was, he was on time. He was. I, I knew Tony was on time. He was. But you know why it was just off time because of the latency, and I didn't bother changing it because it wasn't that much. Also, Tony Tony expects perfection from any of his takes, which I completely appreciate. And on understand. your end, yes, but, because he he was really singing. But I think yeah. Tony, I think really Tony, which I gave him so much respect for because he he did it in one take. Yeah, he's he a classically there, trained musician. He, he, he like, did it in one take. All he needed was for me to put up that. Uh, uh, you know, Audio Technica mic and just there's there's a bit of a difference with my track because he was singing over it, and he sent me a paragraph uh, after I sent him the first demo, <laughs> basically telling me to rework the entire thing. Um, he was right because after I made those changes, it came out great. Yeah. Security sounds really good now. Oh, um, dude. I mean, I, I don't know. So, I mean, that's security. But, uh, we'll talk about security. Yeah, yeah. L- l- neon. Yeah, but um, whenever I listen to Neon. Like, yeah, of course, there's things that we do better now. And there's, uh, you've learned how to produce better since then. Um, like, your drums come through more now, and everything's a bit more compressed and, and just better sounding. But uh, the writing is fantastic. I love... It was... It reminds me, like, how creative we were. And just in that room, everything just felt right. And Just... Uh, yeah, just that... Yeah. I mean... The transitions, it's just everything I didn't, worked together. That didn't even, like, just not even, like how even the track I laid out you know that took me took me a night but in a span of a week that yeah. makes sense like really the layout took me a night and I remember that because I remember Wednesday night like I said pissed off at Glenn I was just he wanted me to cover a Bob Marley song that you know I love Bob Marley but I for the sake of what he had to put me through I do not like Waiting in Vain by Bob Marley <laughs> but I still love it now but at that time, I hated that song. It was like, that song can go eat a shit and die. I hate that, that song, uh, Little Ditty About Jack and Diane. Well, you, you need to talk about Because of Bertram. Yeah, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, but um, that damn Jack and Diane. I mean, the Jack and Diane song alone, it's... I don't, I don't it's, like it to begin it's with, just, but... Uh, it's, it's, an, it's that 80s song where you listen to it. It's like, yeah, I can understand why people like it, but... It's just a song. It's just the. It's just the tone of this. The voice. cover band that did it that we had to fix made it for ten you. Times yeah, worse. it makes yeah. you hate it more, and then you listen yeah. to it like you fuck that shit. But anyways, point is though, like, 
Where the fuck a uh, neon. So the guitar idea, which the guitar idea, let me pop out the old the old black faithful right here. The guitar idea was was something I was dabbling with that morning, where I was in C minor, and uh, and I was trying to come up with an arpeggiation idea like. And then I was just like, oh, that sounds cool. Because I was going from tonic to the fifth to the seventh, back to the octave. Using those big fancy words. And I was just kept messing with it. I was just like, oh, see, well, let me see where it goes. And um, and I just kept messing with that. And I wasn't able to get the picking right, right? And I was just like, but in my head, I'm like, man, I should really make this into a song. And then finally, when the fundamentals of music class happened that ideas was still stuck in my head and being stressed out and just you know wearing myself out then for like not sleeping much and just putting a lot of pressure on myself and uh with the work in school I, that was just one of that time where i was just like nah man i i know what i need to do excuse me but which was to be creative and that idea was there and i just basically put it on a synthesizer and then I was just thinking about like, okay, well, first it was in a piano, that that Logic piano, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, first I did it in the piano, then put the synthesizer, and I was listening to it. I was like, okay, that sounds perfect. And then I just, you know, put the put the chord progression, which is for those that are interested. I think it was one, seven, five, four, or something like that. I think it's one seven five four, like. And that's in C minor. C minor. Yeah. I don't remember. I have to play it again. I don't want to think about it right now. But yeah, anyways. No, I think it was 1745. I'm not really sure. I forgot. Really forgot. But, or I think it was 1756. Something like that. But anyways. Y'all will um, figure it out. Just keep playing. Yeah, just but um, but I remember just messing with it. And then finally, like, finally put the sweeper patch on Logic and stuff on the... Yeah, what's that synthesizer called? I haven't touched Logic since COVID. But, um, yeah, and then I just put that sweeper patch, and then it just, that's what came out. And then eventually I just started laying out, you know, the 909 track. You know, I love the 909. No offense to the 808. I just love that 909. 909's a different. Like, 808 is like, boom. 909 is boom. Yeah, because it was the dance. Yeah. It was the dance. I use 909s a lot for, uh, especially retro sounding stuff. It was the dance drum track one of the dance drum tracks back in the 80s and that was yeah. why i use it so much to, to this day but um yeah so um i would use the 909 laid out that track <sighs> ultra beat on logic is so much easier than trying to like draw it out here but anyways that's oh, mm, redrum on reason is even better but i'll get i'll get on that later damn don't, don't, don't count damn calling me out but anyways <laughs> but um but yeah man just laid it out and then I, I did, the, you know, you, you remember that one patch I love so much was the Fujikoto. Yeah, it was that synthesizer, bright belly Koto it sound. It was a great synth. You know, and that was, and that, and, um, and it was great for those stabs, if you notice in uh, Neon, every time it changes the chords, not only does the guitar like, dun, dun, on top of that, but it's a Fujikoto. Short attack and but that sustain goes because yeah. because for some reason in Logic the Fuji Koto just clips so fucking hard yeah it's ridiculous you gotta turn I, I don't even know how I got it to sound 
you know, my mixing then is different from now. I didn't use a compressor, <laughs> to put it simply. No, 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 no. So we've learned, you know, and um, but I just did that, and then the bass was the problem. You know, the bass in neon isn't isn't really an '80s type bass, actually. No, it's not. It was uh, it it wasn't. It was it was from a modern dubstep bass. And, hey, I, and I basically just arpeggiated it. Well, that's the thing. Whenever you turn it into sixteenth notes, it becomes an eighties bass. If you kind put of. if you put a sixteenth note arpeggiator on any bass, especially with sidechain, it becomes an eighties bass. And uh, I use no sidechain. Remember? I know. <laughs> you should start using sidechain though. I really should. But yeah, it just it was this beefy bass but it, yeah. went, it was but it covered that low end so much yeah it swallowed the kick and i had such a hard time mixing side it. side chain i know finally <laughs> but i just stuck with it because i remember when i arpeggiated it and you know it was real simple dude like yeah it was real simple made it work it was because it was real simple like the mel the beginning melody use eighth notes boom 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 because that gets you big it gets gets you going and gets then you big. when and then when you do the build up, you just cut it by half and do quarter notes, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then, but that's what was cool. Like when the solos came in, it went to straight sixteen. So, I don't know, man. Like, still, I mean, for that song, for the sake of self, what you know, it was kind of like a resolution to what what I was hoping for, and then. Then once again, and then honestly, oh, I think it was, and then the thing is, I dropped, we dropped Neon, right? And then I think that Thursday, I think sometime on Thursday, so the knife, the knife was on, on a Tuesday, I think at that time. And then Wednesday the 10th, and then Thursday the 11th. Thursday is the 11th too, was a year when you, Tony and I recorded the dice. When we so started, three days from now. Two days from now. Well, three days. Three from days. Today's the day. Today's the eighth. Yeah. yeah. So three days from now, two was when we recorded dice. So a lot of anniversaries then. It was a lot. It was just you know a milestone, a lot of milestones I made that time. Yeah. You I'm know. surprised by how much we were able to push out in our last couple of weeks before we left. I mean, because we yeah. didn't even know we were gonna leave. Yeah, I mean, and oh, dude, I remember. And the thing was, I remember I was still busy mixing the dice for a while. Yeah. And then um. I remember, I basically just remember um, having a gut feeling, having a gut, gut, gut feeling. Like, I think it was a Thursday or a Friday. No, I think it was the Thursday. And I had no class because I didn't have Bertram anymore Mm -hmm. and stuff like something like that. Right. Or all I had to do was attend to MIDI 2, but they closed down MIDI 2 because the long haired guy he wasn't there something happened and he didn't ha- he didn't come so class was canceled and i had everything all by myself and you know when you start hearing all this bullshit and all this like, yeah. something in my head just had that gut feeling i'm like even though i was still holding on like maybe i'll uh, we'll come back a part of me is just like well just in case let me back up all my files yeah which is a great idea so because. that same night i started digging through i dig through uh i went through all three rooms I remember that. Comment. Yeah, I went through all three rooms. I went through the Bertram's first, two rooms and then Bertram's two rooms and then you know the, the midi the, room. The midi room. I went through all three of them. Started looking through my own shit, backing them up, and then finally like throwing them on Google Drive. 
you know, and then uh, putting them on two flash flash drives Smart and move. Google Drive. So like, I made sure like, if I was to come back, Kenny Neon will come back. You know, which like nothing happened, but like I said, I just remember the last day I backed up all my files, chill there for a bit, played, and then they finally say, "Hey man, you need to go." You know, and I was just like, "All right, whatever." Because you remember during that time too, there was an HCC campus that ha- that had a kid with COVID. Remember? Yeah, it was one near downtown, I think, that had one. It was on uh, the east side. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as my dad found out about that, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't he told like. You. Well, here's the thing, Bert. I don't know if you were there when Bertram said yeah, this. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, it's yeah, just a cold." It's just a cold. I can't believe people are getting this hysterical. And I actually, I wasn't agreeing with him, but I was like, "Yeah, this might be like Ebola, where it's a big deal." But I, I nothing remember. I, rem- I remember when y'all were talking about that, and just. That's that was one of those moments it started clicking with me because yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe I need to back up. Some yeah, because everybody was like, this is still gonna be a big deal, and Bertram's like, no, we're gonna have probably an extended spring break and come back and finish the semester. I was hoping that. Was it's hoping been over. That. A, it's been almost a year. We still haven't gone back. Man, that's been some spring break, man. I wonder how Bertram feels right now, <laughs> in his room. Everybody's an amateur. COVID's an amateur. COVID's an amateur. All, all these. Farm, farm people, he, amateurs. He said he refused to keep teaching at HCC if they kept it closed. I guarantee he's still there. Yeah, I'm sure he's still there. Because, yeah. I just understood Bertram's opinion because, it, you know, audio is a hands-on thing. How it is. supposed to be hands-on? Oh, I haven't learned a damn thing since, like, I mean, Audio 3 was a great class, but I, I haven't learned anything hands-on because of that. And that's still, and that's just the problem. That's just the problem with a lot of, like, hands-on trade school, like, you know, trade degrees or whatever it's just like how the fuck am I supposed to be hands on interconnected with no resources when the school was supposed to quote unquote provide me these resources oh audio 3 Mr. E you haven't you haven't responded to my Instagram message yet and I'm getting a little worried so if you (laughs) I'm going to listen to this man (laughs) if if you're hearing this please get back to me I sent you that track I want to know what you think so um, please get back to me I hope you, you and your family are having a nice time and staying safe. All right, then you have to add that, of course, to make sure. So love you. He, so he feels like he's loved. No, he is loved. I love uh, him. Is he's, he loved? he's a smart guy. He taught me about phase, dude. He taught me all I know about phase, which is that it's good or bad sometimes. Phase. Yeah. Phasing. No, 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 not a phaser. Whenever two audio tracks are in or out of phase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're out of phase. They cancel out. If they're in phase, they amplify, and. Uh, I downloaded this correlation phase analyzer that shows you if your panning is in or out of phase, and it's helpful. Beyond that, I don't really care much. <laughs> Sorry. I need one of those. But anyways. It was like 20 bucks. Excuse me, but I don't know, man. But even speaking on the dice, man, it was it was crazy, man. You remember that? We had Supra. We had... Everyone, dude. Uh, Annie was there. Um, yeah. She was showing me one of her. Okay, Grandpa's things. Revenge. It was the guy that was that that was always with Super. The guy with the glasses. Okay, I don't. I know. I know he was there. I remember him. I just yeah. don't remember what he looks like. Shout out to him though. Like I, I wanted to go to his art, art gallery a couple months ago. It huh. was really cool. I don't know if you saw his post or you follow him, but he had a no. Cool I, that's art the thing. I don't think I follow him. I yeah, need to follow he, him. I'll show you him. He had a cool art gallery, you know. But I was. Busy, I guess you can say, but yeah, yeah he had a car gallery. That's cool. I felt like really going super win and stuff. And uh, shout out to Curtis, too. But, anyways, um, <laughs> shout out to Ernest <laughs> and Ernest, but he wasn't, he didn't even make it to spring. I know. He, I just talked yeah, to he Ernest. went back to Nola, I think. Ernest, Ernest called me the other day and he wants to uh meet up and 
like see me in the studio and so like we can work on something together that's cool yeah sure help him mix I will <laughs> show him how I do what I do no but um but I mean that was a cool night man cause he had yeah. Manny we had Tony my girl um she ordered pizza she ordered fucking pizza no food is allowed there was Rose there Huh? Was Rose there? Not Rose wasn't there. Man. There was one girl there. Yeah, that was uh. What's her name, man? She we had many tour. I forgot her name. Uh, she was cool. She was cool, and I took my first bite of pizza, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> made this dumbass happy face, and she looked at me and was like, "You have a really, really nice attitude. I really, <laughs> just so positive." I'm like, oh, "Yeah, I love food. Look at me." <laughs> hey. I, I remember that. I just remember, like, which I appreciated her so much was, like, you know, like, because if it wasn't for her bringing the pizza, man, we would all just be there. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I think it was just that food that kind of brought, like, this, this party-esque thing where this com- com- community thing and stuff. <laughs> but honestly, if we're going to be honest, I was the only guy taking that seriously. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, I took my take seriously. Yeah, you took your take and seriously. I took, and whenever you needed something, to- I took that seriously. Tony was but. literally the guy that did the first take. Yeah. He, was, he had to leave early. I understood. I understood more on Tony's side because, like, we're, you know, Tony and I are cool, but, it, you know, but I just didn't, I didn't know much boundaries as much as I knew your boundaries. You, yeah. you wanted to go home because you wanted to go home. I stayed, though. Yeah, but you stayed. You stayed um, a good portion of the night. But and I'm just saying. I, I ended up showing everybody bump it. <laughs> oh yeah, remember bump it? <laughs> oh, for real? Oh fuck that yeah, song. Yeah, I remember. Fuck that song. It's okay. It was a good song. It was a good track. It was just lame as fuck. Um, it would have been great eight years ago if I'm gonna be honest. Absolutely, absolutely. Would've it would have been, been great eight years, eight years ago. So I'll give you that much. You, you brought you brought good nostalgia back. I had that a good sense solo at the That would have been a monster track. I mean, monster cat track. Yeah, I know, man. I want to get on Monster Cat so bad. Fucking Monster um, Cat, man. But anyways, the point yeah, the is, dice, though. Man. The point is, though, I mean, uh, I was the only dude taking it seriously and stressed out and shit. But, I mean, but I remember just working that board. You were stressed out. I could see it in your face. Yeah. By the end of the night, you were like... Phew. Yeah. It's going I, good. I, yeah. Because <laughs> I had your takes. It was me. It was just trying to get in the zone and, and try to get that that right take. But other than that, I still was stressed out even before because people were still moving around, people were talking. And Dude, everyone was just partying. <laughs> yeah, everybody was just having a good time in a fucking school campus studio room <laughs> in which we have have gone oh, unattended. Man, we're gonna like, we might get in trouble for this if fucking anybody. Jennifer, we were allowed to. We was we're working on a lab. Okay, we're working right, on a lab. Right. It was a MIDI two project. Big ass lab. MIDI right? two project. Everybody was in there working on their MIDI two project. <laughs> <laughs> God. No, but it, it was, uh, dude, like, we've gone through the orientation so many times. That fucking slideshow and the Google fucking survey. Dude, they, they didn't have the projector working right the last semester I was there, so they just didn't show it. And they're like, just say so you saw it. Yeah. So, yeah. you want to get us in trouble? How about that? All right. I remember that. It was no orientation. I remember that. Oh, fuck. But, uh, but I, I just... Like I said, everybody was partying. I was the only dude stressing out because I was trying to get audio. Ru- I was trying to get a signal coming through that fucking audio technica, which the, which I didn't realize we switched out two different mics. I switched oh, yeah. out two different mics yeah. because I thought it wasn't working, and I, then um until finally we had to run it through one of the racks that that was meant for vocal recording, 
we ran it through one of the racks and then finally we got a signal and honestly man like and i just remembered at that time like tony told me beforehand like hey uh i can't i don't have my electric one so i was hoping he had his electric one mm-hmm. and he would plug it in through my amp and we could run it through yeah. it like that nah man Line he was in. like hey man i don't have i have to record acoustically and I was like, fuck. Now you got to get a mic set. No, and then, you know, that whole time with Bertram and being a fucking pill about miking and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, the first thing I did was, like, how to mic up violin. <laughs> you know, in the fucking studio, like, how to mic up violin. I started looking Did you up. even know what mic you were using? I just, and I had to look through the mic, and they, they said, I forgot what kind of mic it was. So, like, in my head, I started, I remember looking through the list of, like, what kind of mic it was. And then I saw the... Like Audio Technica ATH or whatever, where the fuck it was? I'm sorry, it was long ago, and, I, and it was the black one that looked like a talking mic. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with my microphones. It's been forever. All I know is SM57 and SM58 now. Uh, Beta 57. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> no. And then, uh, so yeah, I just saw that one. I'm like, okay, that'll be that'll be a good one because that's you know I see it in the picture and I relate. I go and then I, I tell him like, hey, I need this mic. And then yeah, that's how it was. And then, then I then I had to figure out how you're supposed to like tilt it and angle it, you know, all there in the fly and stuff. And no, it worked out. It worked out because like I just all I did Tony all I told Tony was like stand here, and he's like <laughs> okay, and he just kept on playing and warming up and stuff. And uh, there's a funny clip I'll show you later, but there's a funny clip that I think you and I were yelling out loud, and I was saying something stupid, and Tony was just practicing, and he just hears it. Like, Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> so, poor Tony. Yeah, man. I, put up so I mean, much. I remember um, showing it to Tony. You fucking love that clip. His reaction was just so genuine. Of like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? But, oh um, man, sucks that Galvi wasn't there. Yeah, what? I don't know what he had to do. I don't. He's been. He was, he's usually busy with something. I don't shit. even think he was here that day. I don't even remember. I think it was probably March tenth or. Or 11. I think it was March 10th. I'm not really sure what day was it. I can look back in the photo. So I think I'll, I'll, wrong, I'll backpedal and say I think it was March 10th because it was on a Wednesday. And Gabby wasn't normally there on Wednesdays because it was on the day yeah. where you didn't have to go to class and nobody else had to go to yeah. class. People he was there it. for Bertram's on Tuesday and Thursday, I think. And um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but um, we, We're glossing over somebody, but... <laughs> Who? Somebody we just have not talked about, but it's okay because we probably shouldn't. I don't know what he's talking about, man. Um, but uh, well, I was gonna say. Yeah, but no, but seriously, like, uh, oh, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, it was fucking. Yeah, it was on my mind because Tony. We were talking about Tony. Yeah, freaking um, Tony, man. Yeah. It was. That was a good time, man. Like I said, that was a, that was a really, really great time for like all of us. Really, really, if you really look at it, we're all having fun. Really, at, at the end of the day, we're being really productive, all of us. Yeah. We were all talk. We all hanged out, and uh, yeah, and in all of our own little ways, we were grinding away and just trying to like figure out where we can fall in music, and that that was so so cool about being there, because we're all in the same in the same rut you and know now, some some had more advantages than others like you know like august dude august Aug- was ahead of the game man august but you know at the same time man like augie like augie just i always told people 
you know, outside when I talk about those days, it was just like everybody mutually agreed. He was like, I don't mean it in a bad way. It was just like he was the golden child. He was he was that guy where we all knew like that guy's fucking going places. Yeah. You know, in my head, I'm like that guy's going places, and I'm just happy. Just like in my head, I'm like I'm just happy, and I've said it once to him before. I'm just happy seeing him go where he needs to go me too and i'm happy you and i both have a collaboration under our belts with him yeah so pretty much i mean on mine's is like minor and stuff it was really like well yours was better than mine though like mine was an actual collaboration with him but it was so long ago my production was shot yeah so um only man who knows what i'll give me the do redo lost but I want to redo Lost Boys with him. I keep telling him I will, and I never can make a recreation of that track that's good enough. Well, I so. mean, because, I mean, I mean, if you want to talk about that, that, that reflects so much on art sometimes. When uh, Candy Neon Project, yeah, I will tie into my project, but it's for a good cause. So, like, you, that was the best that you were able to flesh it out at the time and sometimes the best that you can do at that time is is the most that you can do and try going back to it just takes away that genuine yeah. factor of what you were trying to do to where it came it. from yeah so yeah. you know like you said you're trying to recreate lost boys is like it's kind of hard well lost boys was like lightning in a bottle back when i made yeah, it and too. it was lightning in a um, bottle. and uh it's a great track. I just wish that at the time that I made it, I knew what I do now about production. Yeah, I, I, I get that. That could have been a hit. Like, really, his vocals on that were so good. I mean, yeah, I bet it was. It's Augie. It's Augie, of yeah, course. Yeah, but, uh, but it's just... Uh, but like I said, man, it's just... You know, that that's where... With the, you know, what I was trying to get at, it's just like sometimes, man, when you make music, like... Sometimes, man, it is lightning in a bottle. Sometimes, not like. Uh, sometimes, not everything is truly conditional. You like, well, not conditional. Not everything can be calculated. You cannot yeah. formulate something, you know, because you can formulate something that sounds cool to somebody, but it won't sound cool to you. And then you still kind of stick with it. And we all are flawed to that, because sometimes it kills us. But sometimes we scrap away things that could potentially be done more, but it's also because we're not really feeling it, you know. Yeah. But when something is conditional, there's only small in my 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 time making music. There's only so much small hints of calculations you can do within that lightning in the bottle. Because if you put too much, then it becomes something that is not supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it's not you at the end of the day. It's it's you know your your ego in a way. Well, your at the end of the day, kill you know your your music should be made to sound good to you your music should be made because it's something you've wanted to listen to that you haven't heard and that's what inspired me the most to make music was there's things i want other musicians to do that i'm not talented enough to do so i'm going to learn how to do it um and somewhere along the way you get lost because people are like you should make a song like this or i would really like if you made a song like this and at first it's inspiring like oh if i add this style to my music it'll be good but then eventually you're like wait where am I? What yeah. what music am I making now? And um, and sometimes, man, like I remember even like I remember even sometimes having taken like certain suggestions uh, as far as uh, making the Candy Neon project. Hold on. All right, sorry about that. But um, what I was talking about was like just taking those suggestions. You know, people have 
recommended me from Kenny on like maybe you should have more of this, you should have more of that. It's like like being humble about it and being honest about it. I like I truly liked and appreciated the ideas. Yeah. But I was I wasn't at that ability. Yeah. Certain certain one of those things didn't click with me like it kinda clicks with me now. There's still some certain things I still try to hold true to as far as like no like i i really want it like this and mm-hmm. i really want it like that but i try my best to add the elements that and suggestions that i've learned along the way but what i was saying was um but at that time like i said like i just didn't understand those concepts yet and and that was the best that i was able to push out at that moment and yeah. i even knew it then i'm like nah like this at that moment is the best that I can do now, that is the represent- representation of me, that is the true to my art. The more I try to add more to it, it takes away what I want it to sound like, what I wanted it to be. It was not, that's not what I wanted. And, and like, and because that's not what I wanted, for me, it just took away that value. And like, in, in my eyes, the, the soul of what, what was, what was created. Cause I mean, yeah. um, you you remember my project uh the the long guitar solo ballad that i made yeah yeah like that was made in a night yeah it, night. it was just one of those like on the spot like it was just my, one of those on yeah. the spot and i was just and i pressed record and i was really just feeling those same strings playing over and over again and like what i was playing in the guitar wasn't more than just phrasing just uh phrasing like that was one of those moments where i played guitar it really was like those moments when i would play something simple as a backing track and just play yeah nothing no no nothing no strings are tied no no pre-notions no preamps like it needs to be this i just play and uh it was a true raw form of that i remember showing it to somebody he's like it sounds too stagnant in the background it needs to change and all that i was just like no man like i i can't do that i just can't do that maybe but probably not honestly at that time that was that was that was my true rawest form and i wanted to hold true to that well and sometimes other people's suggestions uh just don't make sense to you yeah, as a musician and in trying to implement them would just make it worse not because yeah, they're bad suggestions, but because it's not how you make music. Yeah, it's not how you wanted to and, interpret um, it to be. And, yeah. and that, that was the problem, was, like, realizing... See, because at the end of the day, like, my music, I, I just don't want it to be soundtrack, but, you know, a constant melody and, and bass or or arpeggiation that's hovered above us, and, and, and there's certain layers added to it to create, to paint a picture and stuff. So, I mean, regardless, like, to this day, the way I still make my music, you know, it's a it's spark, it paints a picture, and I try my best to, like, best make that picture. And that's, and that's only my picture. Like, you know, nobody interprets the way I make one on Midnight. Nobody interprets, this, you know, the same way as I do, or nobody interprets the dice the way I interpret the dice and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just... but. If it can help somebody make that picture as much as I make my own picture, then that's that's with me. It's what matters and stuff. Yeah, not, or not or a, a completely different picture for somebody else. Yeah, entirely. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's 
I mean, that's the point. Um, other than making music for yourself, whenever you share your art, it's not yours anymore. I mean, you own it, but yeah. it's no longer your song. And it's everyone's interpretation. Then when you make it, you realize it's not about you. Yeah. You like it, and that's what you make and all that, and you want it to be heard. But once it's heard, you know, it's not about you no more. Yeah. You know, it's already there. It's already made. That that idea is established and said, and it's up to you how you want to interpret it from well, then on based on the other people's interpretations of it. It's like that the Mona Lisa. Yeah. I mean, when it was created, it was created in one image. But now that it's been seen by millions of people, the average interpretation of that picture probably doesn't even closely resemble the image that was in mind when it was made. Right. So, you know, it's the world's image now. It is now its own entity. Uh, and that's what music can be. Um, yeah, man. So, it's powerful, powerful stuff, my man. It's not that deep. Man. <laughs> I know. It's not that deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. We were pretty far into this, man. Yeah. We're like two hours in. Man, you're gonna sleep. I'm gonna sleep, man. I'm getting a little sleepy. We didn't crack open a, a nice monster for this, unfortunately. <sighs> Damn. Um, we had coffee about four hours ago. <laughs> yeah, so. I thought we about four hours ago. But no, no, man. Was, like I said, this is what I hope most conversations would be. We just talk about shit. I mean, yeah. for the most part, I mean, this is really just a recap of where we've been and talking about something that happened a year ago and stuff I mean we haven't yeah. even cracked the surfaces of what the fuck else is really going on and stuff only for small glimpses but it's too much too much to talk about really yeah um yeah, with where we are now and with how things were but, but. that's what kind of you know making this that's what kind of bothered me it was just like the same way from my music I don't want to really make it out more than than what it is yeah, I like and I think and that's kind of the problem opinions are opinions and I don't want to make this out more than what it is but man it's just the idea yeah my idea is like man I just want to talk to my buddies and just talk about shit talk about ideas and shit like that but not about yo man just deep man level stinky man you got you know man just the way the fucking society is built it's fucking us and not, it's just not man just that's not what I want I just really at the end of the day is like just talking about these ideas and kind of just getting to know the person like for me I, I like quote unquote talking deep but maybe to another person it's not that deep and then like that's what bothers me yeah cause like and that's what kind of determined me to do it but eventually I was just like dude man like, gotta fucking do it I, you know I don't want to live my life with what ifs and shit yeah especially making a podcast cause it's such a cliche thing nowadays in 2021 where it's just like instead of making a band you make a podcast well, <laughs> it is kind of everybody does it now. Let's players do it. Musicians do it. Uh, cl- uh, circus clowns probably do it too. I haven't. But, but such you know, about. you know. But the biggest appeal to it is because you get it's a it's it's a simple form of just entertainment where yeah. it's just two entities talking about their ideas and their beliefs and what's going on and whatever they perceive themselves. <laughs> to be or whatever they want to talk about and shit so you get I mean, to know the people and you get to listen to it anywhere you get to listen to it in your car if you're pooping I hope you're enjoying this um, <laughs> oh I'm sure there's somebody I mean it's just the first episode right my, my biggest hopes is like I said is just 
having to see all these people where they are right now and you know when they go to those places in life whoever knows them like there's there's a piece of them and a piece of media yeah. that they can always go back to and hope to understand maybe for better or worse you know but it's just a piece of them you know sometimes that's what a legacy is about and uh i know like i'm like i said i'm making this more than what it is but it's just like, at the end of the day i just like i said i really wanted to make this not about me just something that i can just talk and have fun and stuff yeah and in this one we are talking a lot about personal stuff, but that's because it's the first one and there's a lot of ground to cover with why we're doing it and how we ended up here. Yeah, let alone the fact that I don't even upload yeah. <laughs> on my page. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all fair game here. Like, people probably deserve some context <laughs> from this whole year, just the shit that's happened. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean well, now you, like, I want to talk about which I've always talked about doing, you know, between us privately is just security. Honestly, you I'm like going to be honest with you, man, like, it's still my favorite song for you. It's not my favorite one, but it's up I there. I know it's not your favorite. It's up there. Like, security, there's two things holding it back. One is um, the production. It's a little too over-compressed in parts. And, uh, I get it because it was a lot of there was a lot of things you had to do. Sometimes I hear it, but I wish that I produced Tony's vocals better as well, because Marcy's vocals, female vocals are a lot easier to work with because they're high end. It's almost like a flute. It's a lot easier to pitch correct. It's a lot easier to add effects to without it muddying the mix. But male vocals, especially his, were kind of fast paced in the beginning. Hard to to put all that in properly and I did my best I think it sounds pretty good no it sounds um, great I mean I, I love love his vocals I mean yeah me too it was um, uh really cause when I first you know when you told me like man like I'm not gonna lie like try to rip off your sound or whatever you said maybe you didn't said it like that but you were like you you like what I did oh I totally was trying that and escape especially I was trying to rip off your sound um Escape mostly because of the 16th note bass arpeggiator. I just love that. <laughs> um, so I did that, and I was like, how do I turn this into my song? So in the chorus, I did, like, the melody stuff and the chords. But, uh, yeah, with Security, I actually kind of went for, like, a Lady Gaga-type uh, bass and drum It sounds... Thing. And I can hear it um, if we, now you bring it up and stuff. But um, I just remember first listening... In security, you listen to those stabs, those sim stabs. Yeah. And in the way it sustains and the way you modulated them, it was so... Dude, I remember, like, it was the summer. You sent it to me in the summer, and I still have my Forerunner. Or no, you sent it to me in May or April, and it was the last month I had my Forerunner. And I always loved that Forerunner sound system, for better or worse. It was wor horrible for mixing. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. But it was just great to listen to, as a consumer and listening to. When I listen to Security, and that Forerunner man, like driving in the middle of the nights, coming coming over from my girl's place, I listen to that shit constantly. The rough mix, keep in mind, the rough mix before you. That's true. It. That's true. I didn't even master it yet or anything. Yeah, I just loved it so fucking much. Cause like, 
it, you were like, oh yeah, I was trying to bite the sound or whatever. But with me, it was just like you, you know, I went on my own lane with quote unquote synthwave because sometimes it is synthwave to me, but it's not synthwave the no. way I I basically approached my music. But when you did it, you just perfected that synthwave. I thing. wouldn't say that. Yeah, but for me, it's like you know, I was you know jealous, but in a good way. It's like damn, you fucking. You fucking did it you know like what i had a hard time doing and wanting vocals on my synthwave tracks but you did it and you had marcy and tony and those were two great vocalists right there and i was just listening to it and just being able to enjoy that music it just brought and when you ride to that that's the thing that's the thing you know obviously when i make my music i hope but people drive to that yeah you can yeah. just chill and vibe to that and that's the same thing when i was in security it was just that it is just a great song the, the chorus and the lyrical content you know it's interesting thank it really you. is thank you and then it was uh, it was a pleasure to make too and, and juji too juji, juji. oh yeah you like clouds juji. clouds yes uh I, it's funny clouds i think is the weakest next to simulation i think is the weakest track on aurora but people like it and i don't i don't know why but i'm glad, then, uh, glad you do escape is great too I mean, my favorite is still Northern Lights. Northern um, Lights is great. Northern Lights, I just... It's a great opener. Something I like about it is the space in it. Um, have the electric piano going... Every, yeah. every 20 seconds. Um, the panning. The pitch bend on the electric piano. is just something I really like about that sound. And I haven't been able to capture that since Northern Lights. Um, and that, I mean, I showed you before the original version of that song... Yeah. It was like uh, way back indie drum track and electric piano. That was mostly it. Yeah. Um, with those vocals that I got off of Looperman. <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever I redid that, I was like, I'm making an album now based on the song, and that's how I made Aurora. And so that, along with um, Escape, Security, and Night Ride, made the album. Without those songs, I would not have made that album. I remember. We haven't even talked about Night Ride because that's one of our collaborations from your end of the stuff. Yes, which y'all should listen to now. Um, Dude, this guy killed it. I remember, I just remembered um, where my head was at the time. I was, uh, like I said, I was down in the dumps. I was down in the dumps, and uh, then you previewed the song on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, and it just sounded so fucking great. I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was, eating, I was again, eating Takis and drinking St. Arnold's Art Car. I mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but just listening to that, I was just like, what the fuck? You know, because, like, once again, you were doing synthwave and, you know, or like some sort of style of synthwave, and it just sounded so great. And, like, impulsively, I don't try to barge into people's shit, but I just... Oh, like, you hopped on that instantly. Yeah, I you was like, commented. no, no, I want, I want yeah. this. I want, I want this. And you sent over the track, and I remember... I remember when don't remember what I, I did over the weekend and then sent it over and stuff and I spent all night on that guitar track just like okay I want to I want to fuck with this a lot just because it's electronic and I want to chop it but I don't want to mess it up too much I want to keep the best parts of it and uh, what you did for the chorus or the solo part I thought was perfect and then you did that pinch harmonic and I was like that I gotta at least have that twice <laughs> so yeah. I pasted it again somewhere else probably doesn't even fit uh if you're playing a guitar it probably doesn't work that way but uh and really i that was one take 
think I remember. Yeah. I was one one long take that I just played and uh, yeah, like I had moments where I was improvising over it, getting used to it, but that was one big take for me and uh, I was just feeling it out because already listening to it, I just knew that I can do something with it. So I, that's why I just wanted to hop on it. And you have that, there's that intro that comes in before it get, it starts shredding, where yeah. I have that uh, low-pass filter on you. Yeah. And um, it sounds a lot like um, like Santana almost. It reminds yeah. me of Santana. And uh, I really like that because it starts out smooth, and then it just, the synth builds up right into the chorus where the guitar is finally completely unfiltered. And I love the way that all works out. Yeah. Like I said, like, originally, like, when I listened to it, I was just like, I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> but I was I, I knew you it. wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't. And I was like, just give it time. Yeah, and I didn't, didn't get it. But, but I respected it because I was just like, well, I just didn't get it because it was just, I just knew what I played. And yeah. And it just kept getting cut and mi- mixed and twisted. And I'm like, that's not how I remember. But eventually, when I like it more, I kept listening to it. And when, you know, when people liked it a lot too, it made me think. Once again, I listened to it. I'm like, oh shit, I see, I see the bigger picture, as far as like what was being done. It people, just took me a while to kind of get it. People loved that song a lot. Um, Which, is, flattering, too, because you, let alone the whole song was dreamy. It was a very dreamy vibe thrown in the back. And then after my solo, you know, the small synth solo going into the nice piano ballad and outro, it was... I made that piano outro for you because uh, it, it faded out. I wasn't going to keep the fade out, but it was going to end there at some point. And you were like, that synth solo should keep going. I'm like, well, I did all I wanted for the synth solo. How about I just flex my piano <laughs> at the end? And so I did that for the outro, and I think that worked out really yeah, nicely. But it, yeah, I remember listening to everything; it was, it was a ride. It was, no pun intended. It was, it was, it was a ride because it went from something like shred yeah. to like this this organized, cool synth solo to like an outro of piano. It was like different parts. That's what I like to do, or I used to do a lot with my songs. Is take you from point A to point B right. and at the end of the song I always make it slow or sad or something so that you end going oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean it yeah. works I mean um, ironically in a way the, the latest single that we're working on I mean I do end it kind of like that yeah so I really ripped you off too <laughs> hey look a lot of people uh, music theory people get on my ass for that shit they're like why do you end your song like that that's not how the song painted the picture I'm like well because that's how I feel about a lot of things. Even on my happiest days, they end sad sometimes because I, I long for a lot of things in my past and I long for something that could happen in the future. And I want my songs to end ambiguously. I want people to end thinking. I don't want it to end like, yeah, I want them to go. Well, hmm. I will come back for more too. Yeah. Um, and that's me and I do that. And if you like it, <laughs> cool. If you don't like it, cool yeah which subjective yeah it's true like like I said man and then (laughs) I mean I don't know if you want to bring up the trouble you went through trying to like mix escape but (laughs) or is that too much 
Because it's a great song. Let, let's do it. Okay. Um, the vocals I got sent. Uh, okay, so Escape is a, is a synthwave track that I made, which I entirely ripped off from you. Um, your style. But the thing is, I added Sidechain. I downloaded a new Sidechain patch for that. Um, which the only thing out for me was FM 1083. So, well, as far as that style. It was just... I remember seeing you do the 16th note bass synth a lot, and I'm like, I want to make one from scratch. So I layered it, and I think it sounded pretty cool, added a sub bass to it, um, and the track came out, and I'm like, this is a cool bass of a track, but I need some vocals. And I was like, I need some female vocals. Marcy did a fantastic job for uh, security. Hers would be perfect here. So I hit her up, and she's like, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'm waiting all excited. I don't get them for a week. And I'm like, hey, uh, any news on this vocal? She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Things are going on. I'll get them to you. And I don't mind people taking a long time. And I'm, you know, totally understood. Two months, <laughs> two months go by. I finally get the vocals. And um, they're really good. Like, her vocal, she has a really nice voice. And um, her vocal melodies were on point. They were exactly what I wanted. Uh, so I put them into the track, added my effects, my delay panning and my reverb, and um, copious amounts of pitch correction. Because <laughs> uh, I remember you were like, hey man, I, I was working on a track with Marcy, and uh, oh man, it's, it's been such a pain trying to put it in the mix. Something and, about it. Like her, she was on key, and she was on time, but the flowing between notes, in a track that has to be very precise and articulate, I had to basically turn her vocals into a piano melody, so, um, I rewrote her vocal melodies on a piano, and then turned them into a MIDI, put that MIDI into a vocoder. Yeah, you vocoded shit. And then. I undid the vocoding, right. put that MIDI into a pitch correction software, God. so that, and then I took the crossfade between notes and lengthened them so it was more natural. And so basically what you're hearing in that song is what she sang, but it was me rewriting what her intentional melody was onto a piano roll and you're pitch correcting. You're trying the best to like change the pitch accordingly. Yeah. To what I like, I wrote that, and then I added faux harmonies with her vocals, panned them. So what I do is I have two delays on my vocal tracks sometimes, right. one going at third notes, one going at quarter notes. I pan one to the left and one to the right, and then for the harmonies, I did the opposite. I panned the other one to the right and the other one to the left, so that the harmonies would pan equally together. And I did that with her voice, and again wrote a piano part of her voice to harmonize in the chorus. And then when all is said and done, it came out fantastic. Sounded amazing. Right. I sent it to her and she said, uh, it's really, really good, but I just, I don't think my singing's that great. I'm like, you have no idea what I just, you have have no idea. You You have no idea what I just did. (laughs) Um, she showed her friends and her friends loved it. Yeah. I showed people, they loved it. She got some compliments from it. I'm like, you see now? You see? It's great. You got a great voice. No, 
Because I remember listening to it and um, not, like, so here's the thing. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what I did. Like, I listened to it, but because you brought it up, was the fact that you brought it up, I slowly started to realize the slight, slight, slight correctness to it. But it wasn't that noticeable. But I just could tell when it, the only moment I tell was right when it kicked in. Yeah. That's it. And there's one high note in the chorus that I just... In the no, chorus. Yeah, that was chorus. the best. You know? Yeah. Yeah. When I heard that, it was hard because it was like... It was like the frequency was pushing much Yeah, it's, it's like you're pushing someone's vocal cords up <laughs> to hit But it can't... It, but, it, but it's like such a... Un, it's just not a sturdy bass to push it up. So it's just... Yeah. When you listen to it, it just sounds so full but then it goes back into like yeah I, it quickly goes back to where you don't even really like care or notice yeah but, so uh, I remember but when you brought it up like I said when you brought up those things I was listening to it at that time I was just like oh shit <laughs> I, I see it but it sounded great it still sounded great cause, oh yeah it's a great track cause, uh, and I still I want her to keep singing over my music like I, I, mean, I asked her to, to sing over one of my newer tracks so it just yeah I mean Escape though it's weird cause it's like like uh, it just like I said, I remember it just reminded me of like intro action movie. Yeah. Soundtrack music. She she said it sounded like end credits. <laughs> or end credits. Yeah, I was like, oh, thanks. Um, it, it sounds more like an intro. Like there's yeah. like there's there's you know like for instance, if this was like a two thousand and one James Bond film, like I think it would have like fit there. Um, yeah. I don't know what how to put my finger on it. Something is stopping Escape from being the best song on the album, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> but something is. Because I really like it. It's like 90% perfect. And uh, it's perfectly acceptable on the album. Uh, you know what it is? It needs a solo. That's what it is. It, it, has a, it has a little solo, but it's not even like a solo. It's more of just a breakdown. <laughs> Like a, it's like a Depeche Mode breakdown. I mean, before the second chorus, there's like a Depeche Mode synth breakdown. And then at the end, there's the do-do-do-do-do that I do. And I like that melody a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a solid track. I like I like Escape a lot. And it was, yeah, I remember when you finally dropped the album. It was finally, like, happy for you. Because I was like, finally, finally dropped some shit yeah. after such a long time. Under the moniker ADSR. Because you yeah. remember just... Well, we kept working together. We kept showing me tracks, but you were always like, "It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet." Because like, I, I was, don't like it. I don't like it. I was electronic symphony, whenever I was a teenager. Yeah. And then I became genetics, which is spelled like right. gene tax. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, last year, I decided, oh, I'm ADSR. That's what I am. ADSR is a sound envelope. The four characteristics of a waveform. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, that's fine. I did that, and my goal, my first album was called Aurora, A. My second album is going to be called, spoiler alert, Dynamism, or Dynamism, yeah. like dynamic. So that's A-D. The next album is going to be an S, and the fourth album is going to be an R. After that, after that, I guess I'll just die, because <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to do. No, you reverse it. Yeah, reverse it. A-D-S-R, S-D-A. Yeah, yeah. Um, S-D-A. There you go. But yeah, and so... I, I figured out I have a pretty good talent for vocal 
mixing and vocal pitch correction. So I use that on my own voice finally um, with my single Andromeda. I remember and you. I remember even back then in uh, when was it? You actually released a uh, like a wavish track back last year around this time, if I'm mistaken. And you had your vocals on it, but you never. You oh. On my phone, that song is called Vape. Yeah. Um, I. So you were always, I remember you were always working on your vocals. I don't like that song. Like, I mean, you're, okay, so the first thing, you heard the, the vocal take, and it was like, eh, why? It yeah. Was very nasally. And I, um, yeah. But you were sick. I was sick. And I didn't. I didn't want to, like, I, I, I re-recorded it a couple times, it sounded better, and then eventually the instrumental sounded weak, the whole thing started falling apart, I'm like, I just won't do it. That's right. Full circle, a couple months ago, I make a new single, Andromeda, and I record my vocals in the car on my phone on the way home from Taco Bell, and uh, I'm like, that's gonna happen. I thought it was gonna suck. I put it into the track, I add some different instruments, flesh it out. I think it actually sounded really good. No, it sounded um, really great. And people liked it. And my dad listened to it. I didn't tell him it was me singing. Uh, I, I thought he would know. I sent it to him. He thought it was Tony. He thought it was Tony. Um, it didn't sound like him. No, it didn't sound like him. But uh, I told him, he's like, I didn't know you sang like that. Like, well, because I didn't want to sing in your house all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to keep doing that. I want to keep recording my own vocals. Uh, it's fun. Thinking about getting vocal lessons and going that route. It's a lot easier than asking somebody for vocals and then waiting and then getting them and hoping that they're good. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think for me, though, it's like, uh, I have that, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, as far as making vocal music, using my vocals, I don't think I, I, I personally want to. Have you tried it? I just one it was just it's hard for me to kind of come up with a melody in my head make with my vocals and stuff because I never projected myself as a singer I projected more of myself as a guitarist write your vocal melody on guitar first and then try to sing it that does make sense does make sense whenever I sing I picture a piano a big piano in my head <laughs> so oh. see I'm not even at that level yet um. I just try to hum to something and then mix it and mix it around but I just personally even then me singing uh, I don't I don't know you've got a good voice you should do it it's alright you should do it if you want me to process it I can't like not overly process it but I can no, pitch correct I want you and... super deep future auto tune on my shit really I can do that no I can lower the format That's so you sound you sound, uh, like you sound like a big man no but uh, welcome to I mean, the aliens our... den I just I don't know I'm not gonna lie Security though I, I, I sing the shit out of that song though. Oh you do? Cause, Cause We should sing harmonies to it The vocals was great though They were Cause they were really great The chorus was great But those were your lyrics no? No Really? Those are Tony's lyrics Tony's lyrics Yeah Fucking hell man Those Dude Those lyrics Tony's lyrics And then Marcy wrote The first half of the second verse And then I was like she only did half of the length of a verse that Tony did. I was like, go in and record a second half. Just use Tony's lyrics. And then she did it, but she did it at half speed of what Tony did. I'm like, I like that. So I did that. And then she just sang the chorus along with him in the background and added the ahs and oohs. Um, yeah. And then, uh, 
I mean, those lyrics, man. I don't know where you got them from. You gotta ask him. If he ever comes on here... Dude, the whole the whole Lost at Sea thing, the shipwreck thing, it's just like Lost Boys. That was a song about being lost at sea. I don't know what it is about me and songs that are about being lost at sea being the best ones I make, but I need more of those. Because you like water or something. You know how to swim or something? I do love water. I, I learned how to swim when I was two. What? Uh, I love water. Threw you in the water or something? Or? Yeah, my dad just, just drowned me in the water and I had to fight fight my way up. And that's At how, two years old. That's how I became the man I am today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I love water. Blue, like deep blue, like, well, it was just that color. It was just the light in the room. Uh, that's one of my favorite colors, along with uh, aqua. So that's why Aurora is purple and neon aqua. Right. Um, that makes so much sense. I love that. Uh, that's why my logo is always going to be neon, hot pink, or purple, and aqua. Yeah, you like them um, real bright colors. Love those colors. I mean, I, I love those. I love those colors too, but just for the sake of a uh, synth wave. Yeah. 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 I mean, because like, if it was a, uh, if it was up, if it was really up to my choice in colors, like it would have been like FM ten ninety three, black and red. Those are like yeah, a very basic, simple dude when it comes to color choices. I just I think so. colors add a lot to a picture like color schemes mean a lot to me and certain colors just really work with me yeah but i get it and then having to go into my music and making synthwave and you know me just synthwave does paint neon melody like neon lights and pictures in my head and this this cityscape of like in the 80s or future dystopian nightlife full of neon lights i I, won't, I always picture that, so it helped me kind of la- later appreciate those those synth wave '80s Miami Vice kind of colors and stuff. So, which it made me eventually like my custom guitar now, which has become my holy grail. Now for a guitar, it's it's an aquatic blue. But yeah, man. So. I mean, we've talked a lot, man. Yeah, we're we're coming close to three hours. Anything anything else? you have on your mind and it should be it man we should really start working on this single <laughs> yeah yeah well. yeah man but uh this is the first episode man it's been three hours you think we should cut this into two parts or something? i would do that yeah, i don't know any podcasts that are three hours long other than joe rogan maybe no nah, man it's um, too long we we'll have to cut this bitch in half man. yeah we're gonna cut this bitch in half we went. We almost went the whole episode without saying bitch, but had to be done. I only said it once before. Okay. You know, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, honestly, honestly, his first episode is just. I mean, it was. I mean, honestly, I couldn't think of any other guests. Honestly, besides really Thank you. you. Thank you. So, because you, you like I, you know, we we click so well. So as far as like just talking about shit, we just we just talk. Yeah. You know. And, um, who knows? Who knows how if people will like this or not? But you know, people got to know you. Who who is ADSR right now? Where ADSR is right now is where I am. Where I'm going. Yeah. I hope I hope y'all enjoy the story. And now they know where the main man Anthony Six String Hilly. Yeah, and then me just my my podcast now. I guess the aliens then. So um, I'm hoping where to, I've been, what I've been doing. Hoping to come back sometime. Hopefully, if you get Galvi on, I would love to Most be a part of that. Most likely, we'll get Galvi on real soon. Um, Galvi's sure a by the funny, funny man. He does hear this, and if he reaches to this channel, I'm sure he'll be definitely down. Oh, he better. Then I have a couple more, which I won't won't name yet. But yeah, I have a couple more people that are, that are willing to do it, and uh, I've known them for a while. I've known one since elementary, and uh, so shout out to him. 
So, um, yeah, man. Nice having you. We, we got a single to work on. So on my end, I'm working on a single uh, with ADSR. Uh, to no surprise, it's uh, right now I call I'm calling it Night Cruiser. Night Cruiser. it to a couple of friends. Uh, they tend to like it. His synth solo is badass, but he wants to, you know, fix it up a little, oh, bit. Up a little bit. I haven't done my solo. I did one solo, but I edited some things around, and now I have to redo it and kind of like capture the moment. You know, tired of shit though, but we'll we'll get to it tonight, man. Uh, but yeah, man, if you made it this far, I think I probably will cut this in half. If you made it this far, thanks for listening to the first episode. There's plenty more guests. If you want to come on, just hit me up. Like, I'm more than happy and welcome to have somebody on, either through the computer or you can come up to to my place and we can uh, talk this over with two J Lab mics. All right, man. Yeah. All right, uh, how can people find you? I'm supposed to ask you that. Well, <laughs> how can people find me? <laughs> there you go. How, how can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me. Um, YouTube, ADSR Music. I have an album called Aurora, and I have a single called Andromeda. You can also find me on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, and on Instagram, at ADSR underscore underscore music. There you go. You have to add the double underscore. Double underscore. All right, and then also look for uh, Electronic Symphony. No, no, no. (laughs) Also look for Off the Edge. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, but yeah, then uh, you know me, you know where you'll get this at, so they don't have to get it from me. But if you're interested, Six String Hill, you're working on Night Cruiser. Uh, Thank you very much. Have a good one.